boys, it's that time of the year again. The Premier League's in full swing. We got the FA Cup going, and the Champions League came back today. Um, a lot of really good games. Did you guys see that that Ronaldo goal today? Yo, he just got a got a foot of space and just crushed it. It was such a nice bro. goal. What? What? Bro, bro. What? That wasn't in the Champions League. But, but it's the Champions League today. Yeah, United yeah. wasn't playing today. What? No, he. They played in the Premier League. They. He imagined oh. it. Oh man. This is Red Car Radio. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League and some more from three friends who support different clubs. My name is James, sporting this super awesome retro Arsenal jersey. I support Arsenal. Uh, with me tonight is Brad. He supports Chelsea. And down below, that's Sean. Uh, he is back to being melancholy because he supports Tottenham Hotspurs. Gentlemen, how are we doing, Sean? I promise um, because we are friends, that I will not, I will not harp on on how poor Tottenham has been recently. I know that you're feeling down about that, so I'm not going to pile on. I'm not feeling down about it. I'm feeling up. I'm flaming everybody on Twitter with Tottenham optimism. If you got Tottenham optimism, I'm flaming it. Don't worry, we're here. I'm here to bury him. Don't worry, I got you. And, uh, you can uh, bury somebody that's already buried. I bury you to then rebury you. Uh, the last thing is a bury in it. Hey, do you, need a, do you need the box? It's true. Hey, I think James. James, do you have a box? Sean can borrow <laughs> a box that I, you know the, the the classic James gets mad and packs up all thirty of his Arsenal jerseys into a box. Box? Yeah, is that the, the box, box you're talking about. A uh, box. I, I could probably send Sean a box. Uh, hey, and uh, last time we spoke, we were not champions of the world. Chelsea with another trophy. It's just what we do. Roman has now won every single trophy available. And so is uh, Aspi. Aspiqueta. Aspiqueta? Aspiqueta. Yeah, there's Dave. I think he forgot, uh, so, he forgot some sounds in the name. His name yeah. is Dave. I, I'm very happy for you that number one, Here we you go. beat up. You beat up on South American plumbers. Uh, the Union Nine Four Five down in uh, down in Patagonia. I'm sure they had a really great team and a good year for them. They made it to the final. I'm glad that you beat up on plumbers, though. Yeah. Sean, you can't even get into Europe right now, bro. Like, I don't know why you're why you're trying to argue about the rest of the world. You think Palmeiras is making it into Europe? You you drop you drop yes. into. Uh, well, I was going to say Liga, Liga Ohm, but <laughs> drop them into the uh, Premier League. They're doing well, yes. I think. No, yes. bro. Yes. I, think no way. I will give you. Have I will give you jobs. the Asian teams and probably the Middle Eastern teams because they don't have the same money as European teams. But South American teams are good. Yeah, I think you're sleeping. Good. I think you're, you're sleeping. sleeping. It's a Brazilian South team, bro. Is Brazil not like the greatest, uh, one of the greatest countries? I said Patagonia. Then uh, Brazil. Yeah. That's in Argentina. Yeah. Well, I yeah. well they're definitely not Argentina. What, what, River, no. Argentina isn't one of the best teams, one of the best soccer countries in the world. Like, I don't think you're thinking this through. But listen, I appreciate you appreciating that Chelsea have now have now a full trophy case. Maybe I, we can loan you one. I will argue. Audi cups right next to it. Do, do you want to put a Carabao cup in your trophy cabinet? Like, we can ship one over. 
Yo, I will argue that uh, that the yeah, Champions League, <laughs> the Champions League, is a more impressive feat than the Club World Cup. But clearly, uh, <clears throat> clearly, to be the European team in the Club World Cup means that you won the Champions League, <clears throat> or does it mean you won the Super Cup? It means you won the, the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's what. Well, we won the Super well, Cup too. Though. I know you guys, just, one of you guys proposed to me in the text chain about uh, could could Tottenham win the Club World Championship or whatever, and I was like, well. Well, no, clearly, <laughs> yeah. because that insinuates we won the Champions League. I don't think it's you guys. Okay. So, so I, I, no, I don't think be, you make it out of the. Uh, I don't think you make it out of the semifinals. I mean, they Tottenham probably beat Al Haddad, um, or whatever. However you pronounce it, Al Halal. Yeah, okay. I'm sure. I, I would imagine that that Tottenham are beating the 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 winner of the Asian I Champions know. League. I, um, like I, I was, I was just trolling them, but they did. Against Al Hall, they played their first team. They won we played first team for both. Yeah, we played our first team for both. Like they were two. That was tough the first games. team. That was the first team. I, maybe Tottenham, had, especially in this current run of form, probably not winning that one. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Spurs are. We can, yeah. We're we'll, going to get into the dumpster fire that is. Yeah, we'll, we'll chat about Spurs in a minute because uh, they've I guess had. You can say that we'll light up the middle of our podcast. Hang tight for 35 minutes from now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're new here, uh, this is kind of what you can expect from the three of us, uh, just a couple of American idiots talking about European football. Um, but if you're new here, we would really appreciate it if you could hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, ring the bell notifier. If you're on YouTube, if you're on a podcast app, uh, definitely subscribe and, and hit us with a five-star review on Apple podcasts. If that's how you're listening to us, um, we, it really helps us out quite a lot, reach new people um, and bring in a bigger audience. Uh, this is a growing podcast, something that we really enjoy and have enjoyed doing for the last year. And anything you can do to help us do that, we would really appreciate it. Um, leave us a comment. We've start, we always talk about comments, but we'll get to here in a minute. And so we love talking about your comments and seeing what you guys are thinking about the podcast. So definitely, definitely interact with us um we uh we do something here on on red card radio where we where, where you wouldn't want to be mildly inconvenienced right right sean yeah no you don't want to be mildly inconvenienced so you're gonna want to like subscribe rate and review five star all of that good stuff because if you don't what's gonna happen is you're gonna be a citizen of southern brazil <laughs> and have a leaky faucet and a bad toilet at the same time Okay. Call a local plumber, and he's not going to be able to get to you for two to three days because he's competing in the college in the uh, Champions World whatever. <laughs> he doesn't even know whatever. He's, he's losing to Chelsea. He's losing to Chelsea. So he can't get to you for two to three days because he's got to lose to Chelsea first because he has a day job and that's the only plumber around in Southern wow. Brazil. Yo, Sean. So he plays for Tottenham. Sean is doubling down on this on this tin pot trophy um i'm i'm impressed but go on go on king go on king uh because yeah well we'll we'll we'll, anyway yeah so please hit that like button hit that subscribe button leave us a five right i'm just i'm just really happy that you beat mccrary fc on your way to yo whatever trophy you got don't disparage mccrary fc that's the real deal for those at home who are not college uh, college compadres, uh, that was our that was our intramural team while we were all in college. We were all we all went to college again. Timeout. 
Time out. Time you, out. We're another one of us were on the squad, Sean. That was me, my team, me and Tam Z. Yeah. That was right. our team. You, I played with you on. Oh, oh, oh! It was the the staff. Indoor. It was you, staff infection. You play. Okay, this is gonna sound bad, but you played with the Africans, didn't you, for one season? And yeah, they called it fresh off the boat, and I was like, "Well, wait a minute, I'm, not our name. We I'm white, though." Yeah. Yeah. They, no. You know. Well, I'm, I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm the only white guy on the team," and they were like, "Yeah, we'll just say you're from England." Or, yeah. With was, everybody else. Yeah. It was all African. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So I was the keeper um, for the entire African team. Yeah. yeah so right. so don't McCrary FC was not us. It was Jimmy. I was the keeper for the African team. <laughs> Did you ever win? I, yeah, I have, I have, a, I have two indoor and one outdoor trophy or shirt. You want it out? You, you want outdoor? Yes. With with staff yes. with staff infection? No, I won with um, it was Wolf Spare, Charles Dupard, Scott Downey, uh, the the Vietnamese kid. Nam. Nam. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. must that must have been before I got Yusuf, got Yusuf to school. Yusuf Tula. Yeah, that was before I got to school. Um. Because I'm the young yeah. one. I'm the young one in this crew. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I won outdoor. We beat we beat Kappa Sig. That was before Brad okay. joined. So yeah, it probably it was. was. That was before. Yeah, that was before I was at school. Because when I got there, uh, staff infection was just just ran ran uh, outdoor. Yeah, then staff infection picked me up. Um, but yeah, okay. So I always get a front handspring into goal. By the way. What we've uh, what we've got on on board tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about some comments. Then we're going to look at the Premier League and the Champions League. Um, and then we've got some that we talked about today that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna preview for you guys. We're gonna talk about the English Championship promotion race because that will have implications on who's in the Premier League for next season. Sean's going to break that down for us um, before we look at the Premier League uh, in match week twenty six and preview any upcoming Champions League games we have. So, without further ado. Let's let's jump into these comments. Um, last week uh, was the uh, was the uh, the Everton Newcastle game. Uh, we talked about it on the podcast, um, and Joel Joel wants wants an apology, Sean and Brad. He uh, he wants you guys to give some credit where it's due. He said uh, Newcastle were brilliant all game, better than Everton in every department. Delhi looked out of his depth again. Uh, Van de Beek looked very comfortable, and I thought. He thought, uh, but Newcastle's midfielder were, midfield were better in all areas. Shelby was brilliant, uh, has been brilliant since Howe came in. And a midfield three of Guimaraes, uh, Shelby, and Joelinton can bully most teams outside the top six. So give some credit where it's due. What? I mean, I mean, look, after after uh, Everton had to sub off two injured players, like, yeah, of course Newcastle looked better <laughs> in every department. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Yes, they did. After the substitutions, and of course, Delhi looked out of his depth. Hey, Sean, how many minutes has Delhi played like this season? Four. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Before he played like over half a game because of an injury. No, but what also what I said, uh, he said he looks out of his depth. I'll take a little. I'll take a little. Uh, of course, I'm going to defend Delhi, but I'll, I'll take a little offense with that. I don't know why. Okay. What what I said what I said about Delhi was yeah he he made a, a handful of mistakes. Yes, that it was not a good game for him. But uh, most of his bad mistakes, quote unquote, the, the things that look the worst, his worst passes and his worst plays, were because um, the uh, the striker um, Richarlison was not paying attention to the passes, or he wasn't ready for it. They just don't have the chemistry. So there was a handful of through balls where Richarlison 
just didn't see or make the run in time. So it looked like a really poor play. But aside from that, it's hard to defend that because he played so awfully outside of those brilliant plays that Richarlison wasn't on the end of. So it made the game look really bad. Yeah. And, and Joel, you hate Jolinton. Like I've watched a game with you and all you do is yell about Jolinton. So don't, don't say he's part of the best midfield three outside the top six. Like, come on now. This is the inside track. Yeah. Um, uh, Josh. Also, I, I, I will say that Guimaraes had a great game, by the way. He'll be good for them. Of course he uh, did. I, He'll be awesome. I, yeah, for them. I thought that that looked great. I think that's going to work really well. Um, so so Joshua did comment on, on this train of thought as well. Um, he was uh, he said, what a game, uh, or should I say lack of game from the Blues. I wish I could be disappointed, but I'm frankly used to the results like this as times have been rough for the toffees he goes on to give credit to newcastle and thinks that uh uh dominic calvert lewin uh was an unused sub due to the two first half injuries that was the question that i had asked um he thinks that uh dcl uh is very dynamic and can score goals for everton and has been on and that's a place where they've been underperforming um now joshua i did respond to your comment and i'm wondering whether or not you think uh whether or not you think that uh Dominic Calvin Lewin will. Uh, do you think Everton would sell him to Arsenal or a domestic team? Um, do you think that? How would you feel about that? Um, and do you think that he uh, is the type of center forward or striker that can help a, a team challenge in the Premier League and challenge in the Champions League? And as a caveat, I'm not saying that's where Arsenal are right now, but that is clearly their aspiration. <laughs> That's their aspiration. So is is Dominic Calvert-Lewin the, the type of player that could do that for them? Um, so, I have a question before we leave that. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you want to respond or if you want to soak it in and have it in the comments and talk about it next week. But uh, the way Everton have pursued, paid for, and are paying players, do you honestly think that you are that much higher than Everton not in terms, not in terms of prestige, because clearly you are, of what they can pay, what what you can pay for him, what you can pay him we- weekly wages. That it's something that he want actively wants to be at Arsenal as opposed to Everton. Certainly, that's this, certainly that's a question. This year aside, yes. Yeah, this year aside, certainly that's a question that that would need to be answered. Whether or not he's willing to go to a team like whether or not he sees Arsenal sure. as a step up over Everton. As a step up, I yeah. I, I won't address whether or not. He thinks that. I clearly think that is. Um, I think that we can be competitive. I mean, Everton are spending a lot of money, um, but they're do they have an identity with how they're spending money? Um, I would argue that Arsenal have also been having that issue over the last three years where they're just kind of spending, splashing a lot of money um, and not necessarily having a good uh, uh, thought process behind it, perhaps. Um, but I think that that you can see in in the summer transfer, the last summer transfer window, and the January transfer window this year that that I think has changed um, in terms of Arsenal's ethos in in terms of how they recruit players. Um, I've never been personally sold on on him as as a center forward in the, in the Premier League, um, so I I don't think I'm going to necessarily be cut up if he decides not to come to Arsenal, um, but it, he's on the list. The, the only reason but, I propose it that way is, is this year aside, clearly this year, yes, he would like, like right now, he would love to be on Arsenal versus Everton. And granted, he's 
fit too. Yeah. Uh, but he would he would prefer to be on Arsenal battling fourth than he would to be battling relegation right now. Certainly. So this year aside, but if you take the last three years, Everton and Arsenal have roughly fi- finished around each other. Yeah. They roughly they roughly paid the same amount roughly, and they they roughly paid the same amount for transfers. So they're they're not. But I think diabolically different. I'll let you jump in here in a second, Brad. But I think you're comparing Arsenal, three of Arsenal's worst seasons with some of Everton's better seasons of recent memory. So and that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Brad, so, what were you going to say? How long has Arteta been there? Uh, he's going. He's this is going to have to. Uh, this is, so he came in midway through, right before, right before the COVID break. So this is uh, his second full okay. season in charge. Okay, okay. Because I was like, because when you said three or six transfer windows, there hasn't been a clear vision. I was like, wait a second. I thought he was there for five of them. So no. that's why I was like, that doesn't. I'm not. But I jiving could, here. I I, I could d- d- dive into this um, pretty heavily. I, I won't. But we. <laughs> I think Edo, Edu is, is mostly handling the transfers right now. He's only been handling the transfers, I think, for three windows at this point. Uh, we had a big issue with our with a previous. Those have been your best three. Yeah, we had a big issue recently. Um, we've had issues clearly with putting putting retaining players and putting them on huge wages, and also like look at like the Pepe transfer, the William transfer. Like those were obviously like bad transfers for Arsenal. So. <laughs> I, I could dig into this and if we wanted to, but I don't think now's the time. Um, no, okay. But the culture shifting is all all I'm saying. Um, okay, and and secondly, with Everton, they're willing to back the manager. The problem is Ancelotti is a completely different manager than Rafa. Rafa is a completely different manager than Frank. So, like, I agree with yeah. you. There has been no, but they're still backing the manager, which is good. So, I mean, if Frank is and, there and a couple Ancelotti of seasons, was, I think it turns around. And, and and to your point, Ancelotti was only there for a year. Yeah. Yeah, but so so so, so Ancelotti's a different manager than the one before. Who I'm I'm misplaced. Moyes. It was Moyes, right? No, 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 it wasn't Moyes. No, 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 no. I forget who, was, who, who was, was there before. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't matter. But like that's that's four different managers in basically three and a half four years. Yeah, of course Everton's uh, signings haven't panned out. Like they're not working and the players aren't working together because it's four different philosophies in four years. Would you yeah. guys? Would you guys say that you think Arsenal are? Are trending up or trending down or staying staying trending, trending up? Oh, absolutely. Would, would you up. agree, Brad? What Everton trending Arsenal, up? Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal. Sure. No, I, I want your probably. honest. I want your honest. Yeah, opinion. no, I, no. I, I mean, yes, probably. You okay. guys have a young, dynamic team that have been performing, so yes. Okay, so, I, I so, hate I hate so, Arsenal. It's trending up. That's so why my, I'm paying attention to it. My point is going to be that Arsenal have stuck with Arteta, probably in situations where most teams in the top six. Uh, wouldn't have so i think that that's what everton's gonna have to do with frank he's a young promising manager by all accounts and if i think if they want to start having success they will have to commit to him and it's gonna get ugly at certain points like arsenal went on like a disgusting 20 game streak last year um so they're going to have to stick with him in my opinion um so Um, that's that's the only point that i'm trying to bring up yeah i'm all i'm all in on frank I know you are. Let's go. I need Everton um, to stay up. Joel did have another comment. He, uh, Brad, uh, Man United did win in 2008. Um, so Chelsea's the only English team to have not won the uh, the Club World Cup. And hold on, as a caveat, before you speak, he made that comment before the final. I wanted to bring it up because I thought it was salient um, at the time, but clearly that's wrong. We've established that, that Chelsea have now won. 
So you don't have to go in. Don't go in on our on our listeners, Brad. Champions of the world. Okay, we are gonna get copyright struck for that. Um, Brad, <laughs> less than ten seconds. We're good. It's less than three seconds. We're good. Brad, if we get, if this if this uh, podcast gets pulled down, the champions. Yo, both of y'all stop. We are not. We are not trying to get the copyright people. Less than ten seconds. Less than ten seconds. Nah, I'm not trying to have you guys don't get. Now, I'm going to have to deal with it. I'm going to have to deal with was, YouTube. Now. So it doesn't even matter anyway. They're not even going to hey, pick it up. Hey, we're going to make you edit this podcast. That's the whole point of it. Nope, not doing it. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. We're moving on. Jimmy. Jimmy has some comments for you, Sean. Yeah. So I could almost be willing to intentionally miss all five penalties wide just for Sean to go on a very public rant about how he is now a top goalkeeper in the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't er- I'm, I'm the next Dunarumba. This guy. This guy. The Italian whatever. hate is real. Whatever. Tall guy, Italian. He's, yeah, whatever. This guy. Some, tra- some trash can walking around streets of Paris. <laughs> um, You'll see him as a tall guy. French people are short, so you'll, you'll notice him. Will had a comment about today's uh, Champions League match. Uh, in the in the uh, PSG Madrid game, he said a sh- shameful cowardice by VAR today, um, refusing to send off Casemiro after he put hands on Paredes' throat. Um, so this has happened about 30, 33-ish minutes into the game, and uh, uh, Casemiro fouled Paredes, and then Paredes got up, and they you know went at each other, and Casemiro grabs his throat. Um, can't do that. No. Should be a red card. Yeah. I mean, it, it, where, where's the ref? Like. It- I, I would say I, I would say I, I appreciate him calling out the VAR, but he also like also should be in there. Where's the ref? The ref's not there. The Look ref, at this. The ref probably saw it. In my opinion, he probably yeah, saw exactly. it. exactly. Like the ref had to be there. Yeah. So it was weird. Uh, but, uh, but but both but both because yeah. if the ref happened to not see it because yeah. people are shuffling in front of him, then that's one thing. But VAR's got to have his back. VR, like, this dude, yeah. this, this dude grabbed the dude's throat. Got to yeah. be out of here. Should be. They just wanted this to be the good game that it really was. That's, that's why. But that's terrible. That's annoying. And I'm going to bring. No, it's up, not. I'm going to bring. Up, have to be a good game. game. Yeah, I'm going to bring that. Why that's annoying when we talk about Arsenal a little bit. Um, but All yeah, right. those were our comments for this week. Uh, really appreciate you guys giving us those comments. Uh, it really helps us out, and we love talking about those things. Um, but we're going to move on. We're going to talk about. Premier League. Um, and before I do that, I'm going to bring up the Premier League table so we can all have a good chat about it, see what's going on in the he's league. In the bathroom while y'all talking about that. Oh, he's going to the bathroom. He don't even care. All right. So. The table. <laughs> he's he's so mad. He's unsurprising so mad about about this. All right. So in first position, we've got Manchester City. Uh, he's on six. They're on 63 points. Second position is Liverpool on f- 54 points. Chelsea are in third on 47. United are up to fourth uh, after today's match on 43 points. Um, in fifth is West Ham on 41. And in sixth is Arsenal on 39 points. Um, Wolves are in seventh on 37 points. Now, Arsenal have three games in hand on Manchester United. Uh, and w- if they win all three of those games in hand, uh, they will be uh, two points behind Chelsea, assuming Chelsea also win their game in hand uh, on on City. Uh, so Arsenal uh, Arsenal, hey. Arsenal, have control over the fourth position if they win their games. 
one of those the, the game in hand that Chelsea has is a uh, against Arsenal. Oh, so Chelsea, if they don't win that, Arsenal will be above them. Interesting, interesting. Okay, um, in eighth we have Tottenham Hotspurs. Ninth is Brighton and Hove Albion. Uh, in tenth is Southampton. Starting the second half of the table, Leicester are in eleventh. Villa are in twelfth. Palace are in thirteenth. Brentford are in fourteenth. Uh, Leeds United in fifteenth. Everton are in sixteenth. Uh, Newcastle United out of the relegation zone on in 17th. Uh, they've won three games on the bounce. So they're, I mean, they're the way they're playing, they're probably safe. Uh, they have four points. Uh, they're, they're up four points on Norwich City, who are in 18th. Norwich are in 18th on 17 points. Watford are in 19th on 15 points. And Burnley are languishing at the bottom on 14 points. Um, <clears throat> Burnley in theory, can catch Newcastle. Um, Watford cannot, and uh, Norwich cannot because they've played more games than Newcastle. Uh, so things looking looking good up in uh, up in Newcastle for for Joel. Oh yeah, I mean I, that's just because. But they were, <laughs> but Trippier's injury I think is going to hurt them much more. I would agree we'll with see you. These next couple of games, Trippier was so, is like their best yeah. signing. It'll be it'll be really interesting. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how this uh, this relegation battle pans out. Because to me, it kind of seems like we have a little bit of clarity at this point with the way that Newcastle are playing. Um, the way I read this, uh, I think I, it looks like to me Norwich, Watford, and Burnley are all going to go down. I don't see Everton slipping into that. Um, I don't see Newcastle falling back down there. Um, so, what, three did what, you, what, what three did you say? Norwich, Burnley, Watford, Norwich. Yeah, the three that are down there now. Hmm. Are those the three I have? Oh, Sean's got the sheets of integrity. Wow, well, only one of us was wrong. And it was me. Brighton. <laughs> I, I, was the, I think I was the only one that picked Brighton. Um, yeah, he, he's the only one that has a top half team. Okay, in my three, defense. Three points, three points off Spurs. In... in uh, in I don't I and don't a, have I don't have a defense and a better um, goal differential than the Spur, than Spurs. <laughs> um, all right, Spurs are the only team in the top half with a negative denter- differential. By the way, no Southampton. <laughs> so let's, top half. Oh, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's right. let me set up what's happened. Let me set up the football. So, uh, we we when we recorded last week. Uh, that was on Tuesday. So the Wednesday games, uh, we had City beat Brentford 2-0. Norwich beat Palace, or excuse me, Norwich and Palace played to a 1-1 draw. Uh, Spurs were hosting Southampton. Uh, Southampton win that they game 3-2. Southampton win that game 3-2. Uh, Villa mm-hmm. and Leeds play to a 3-3 draw on Thursday last. Liverpool and Leicester. Liverpool beat Leicester 2-0. Uh, and Arsenal are away to Wolves. The 10 men of Arsenal hold on to beat Wolves 1-0. Um, this weekend, so match week 25, uh, United hosting Southampton, 1-1 draw. Brentford and Palace play to a 0-0 draw. In James's pick of the week, we had, uh, you know, bottom half of the table battle between Everton and Leeds. And loyal listeners, I have to admit something. I have to ask for your forgiveness again because I did not watch this match. I, I I don't know what I was doing. I think I had taken, I think I had taken my son to soccer. Um, so 
I apologize, listeners, and I beg for your forgiveness, and I ask that you give me another chance. I ask that you give me another chance for James's pick of the week in match week 26. Um, that's all I can do. But in that match, Everton beat Leeds 3-0. Uh, moving on, Watford and Brighton. Brighton beat Watford 2-0. Uh, Manchester City uh, away to Norwich. Manchester City win that game 4-0. On Sunday, Burnley hosting Liverpool. Liverpool won, win 1-0. Newcastle beat Villa 1-0. Uh, Spurs hosting Wolves. Wolves win that game 2-0. Uh, yes, they were. <laughs> Leicester uh, hosting... We them. Leicester, Leicester hosting West Ham United. Uh, Leicester win that game one to nil. And today, today, you mean, you mean West Ham? Yes. West Ham won that game. West Ham won that game. That's true, Brad. I misspoke. West Ham win that game one nil. And then uh, today, United hosting Brighton. United win that game two nil. And that's what ca- uh, catapulted that up, up into fourth position. So those were all the games that have been played in the Premier League uh, since last episode and if uh all the games that matter if you guys are if you guys some of us if you guys caught on to what i was saying uh tottenham did not have a good week (laughs) tottenham uh did not have a good week uh that southampton that's you said that yeah you said that yeah yeah, i did say that uh so that's let's let's start with that spurs southampton game uh because that was to start with that was a good game ward prowse ward prowse Ate them alive. The whole team ate them alive. The left side ate them. The the left side of their attack. Side. Ward Prowse put in both of those crosses. Um, my takeaway from that game. Did you guys? Uh, no, no, it was a right side. Yeah, yeah, it was a right side. The crosses came through. The Ross. Yeah, the cross came through from the left side. Uh, from your left side of your defense to your right side, where Emerson was nowhere to be seen, and Sanchez was in La La Land. So I saw a still frame of the last two last two Southampton goals uh in free play and the uh the two goals from Wolves uh both came from free play. Uh all four were put in from roughly the same part of the pitch. Interesting. Yep. So that's just that's all four just a, crosses. Just a weakness. All, yep. Uh, which is not addressed. Conte? Like I'm not blaming Conte. This is not Conte's fault. But at some point, like a manager's got to realize or somebody on the bench has got to be like, all right, maybe we should make some type of adjustment in some way. And unless they are and the players aren't responding, I don't know what I don't know what that disconnect is, because I would expect Conte would pick up on that because that would have been first half. That would have been a halftime. Yeah, that would have been before halftime. We we were it. We were both d- goals. It was two one at halftime, or one one at halftime, and you guys scored, made it two one. Yeah. So, so it was it was three three halves three halves of football that the four goals were scored basically the same way. Hey, maybe your players just aren't good enough. They're not good enough. I've been saying that all year. I said that in August. I think that's what Conte's been saying. But hey, listen. So this is your third loss in a row, correct? In the league. Oh uh, well, yeah. Technically, I don't yeah. count Chelsea. So it hasn't happened to Conte since he was coaching Atalanta in Serie B. Yeah. <laughs> and, was and just for perspective, just for for perspective, I pulled the table from this year. The year was a uh, was a uh, two thousand and nine. Uh, Manchester United won 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 the Premier League, and um, eleven of the twenty clubs are now not in the Premier League. Interesting. 
Most of them are in League One. There's wow. a few championship clubs here. Most of them are in League One now. Wow. So 2009. Yes. The uh, so the teams that are hey. the, the teams that still remain are City, uh, are City United, Liverpool, Everton, Arsenal, Tottenham, Chelsea. Um, Less well, were Leicester nope. Upton? Leicester weren't Upton. No. Uh, West Ham. Yep. West Ham Villa. That's number nine. Yeah. Villa, but Villa went down in, in the but Villa went down and came back. But they came, but they're yeah. in the league now. Yeah. Villa went down um, and came back. Um, you know what's really funny? Hey James, do you what's have that up? table scene? You have, you have the scene for the table. Uh, I, I do. What, what what position is Tottenham in right now? Uh, do you want me to do you want me to pull it back up? Is that what you're asking me? It's eight. It's yeah. eight. It's eight. It's uh, eight. I yeah, if I'm looking at they're 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 in eighth. They're in eighth. Okay. Um, they also finished eighth 13 years ago. Is it written in the stars, Brad? Are you going to say it? <laughs> it is written in the stars. <laughs> Tottenham guy. is not getting European football. This guy. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't um, with the run of form they're on. So this is a, we have this interaction in our Discord. Uh, if you guys haven't joined our Discord, check out in the show notes. Um, we, we have it listed in, in our Discord. But, but Joel and Sean and I were talking about this in our Discord about how um, – Sean has written Spurs off. Um, but if you look at the table, uh, Spurs are only, uh, what is it, out of, out of fourth position, they are only uh, seven points off of United in fourth position. They have three games in hand on Manchester United. So, like, I don't think that Spurs are dead. They're certainly not dead for Europa League spots. Um, and so, like, I know that you are, this, so this is the same question that I asked you before the Nuno sacking, is, like, they were they were not far off of the Champions League spots at that point. I think they were, like, three points off the Champions League spots. And you were like, well, yeah, but we're playing like crap. And so, like, that's when you, like, when, when Nuno got fired, you guys weren't very far off of Europe. You bring Conte in. Um, he had a new man, new manager bounce, didn't lose in nine games, and then now has gone on a front run of form that he hasn't been on in 12 years um, as a manager. So, I mean, like, I think we all understood that Spurs have deficiencies this year. There's issues in the squad. Um, I wonder if, like, yes, I think your defense is, is poor, but is, is, is Harry Kane not contributing enough? Um, you know, is Sun not contributing enough? Like, I... I, I I wonder if more your issues are you're not scoring enough goals as compared to your defense is letting in too many. Clearly, your defense is letting in too many goals. Like, that's an issue. Um, but but regardless, well, you guys aren't that far off. And, what, and you're in the thick of it. What I don't know enough to say, and maybe maybe Will or, or Joel or, or Tamzid uh, could could comment on, would would be what I – are our son and our son and Kane not playing well enough? I, I I don't know the technical reasons why they're not scoring goals because Kane on that run of of good form scored basically enough to almost get back in the in the picture. He's not catching us a lot, but like get back in the picture of Golden Boot. He scored like seven goals in in like five games or six games or something like that. Uh, so he he's he's scoring goals and son son's in third in Golden Boot. Okay. So they're they're producing, but is Conte's Conte's vision of how the team it comes it comes out of the back, right? Yeah, and that's how that's how you that's how you attack. Is our backline just so poor that it's affecting our offense now because they can't distribute accurately and efficiently and on time? That that's a ta- that's a tactical thing that I don't have the knowledge of knowing this type of this type of formation well enough to know is it the back affecting the front. And that, and then they're also they're clearly poor. 
Like, like attacking the defense is is like beating a dead horse at this point. Dyer is sorely missed, which it, it, those of you who listen, listen to the podcast all the time know that I just close my eyes when because it hurts me to say. But having Dyer out is hurting really bad right now. I've heard the Spurs players want Rodon in instead uh-huh. of Romero in the middle. I think that makes sense. Get Sanchez out of there. Um, and here's the interesting thing, right? Doherty's playing one of your wing spots, right? Just put Sanchez on one of the sides. I don't know. Right. It depends on how they play, right? Like, yeah, um, it should be. Rudiger's a left center back. Well, hold on. I think the center center back in Conte's system is a distributing center back. Is a is a ball controlled passing center back. You think of like Barzagui more than Romero. Barzagui for 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 Juve many years ago. Um, That's probably that's probably the best I know of Conte's system. Yeah, Louise Louise for Chelsea. uh, um, and Christensen to an extent. So, like, that's the, the central center back is a very important player for Conte. It's, it's basically a center defensive mid that sucked back and can, and can be a center back. And that's, a, that, is, that, that is dire. It's a ball passing center back, yeah. But, uh, but is it not vocal? Is, is that oh, not sh- the leader? It should. The center I mean, guy? I mean, in theory, I mean, like it can be, but like, like you would imagine that like your goalkeepers and your center there. backs are are barking at everyone. You have Hugo back there, which should be fine. Um, here's a funny thing: though. Doherty was sold by Nuno to Tottenham in 2020 because he was too slow and couldn't defend well on the flanks. To the, and Nuno come in here and have to play him, and now Conte has to play him. So I don't, I don't think, and Emerson isn't. Emerson is awesome going forward. He's very raw on defense and hasn't figured out the spacing. And him and Sanchez's communication is absolutely terrible. This is gonna. Um, this, yeah. this is another situation where I wonder if Spurs, if Daniel Levy is gonna have the stomach to stick with Conte long enough for to get enough to get enough players to fit his system. Yeah, I, no, I think, I don't so. think I don't, choice. I don't think it's gonna be. It, does Conte have the stomach to sit around long yes. enough? That would be the question. Well, I that think would be the question. The question is gonna be: Is Levy willing to spend the way Conte is asking him to in the summer? Like, so, so Conte and Paratici are gonna to come to Daniel Levy and be like, "This is our vision. This is what we see for the football club. These are the players we want to attract. We have the money. We can go get them." Like, blah 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 blah. Is Daniel Levy gonna greenlight? Is he gonna give them the? Uh, the autonomy to do that, I, I wonder. Um, and, and clearly that's going to influence. Like, so clearly I think this summer is going to be really pivotal for Spurs. If Spurs invest in Conte's vision, um, then I can see, I, I would, why wouldn't, why would Conte leave? Um, I think it would be a feather in his cap if in a couple years he could say, you know, I want a Premier League with Tottenham. Um, I'm not saying that they will, but I think that would be good for his ego and for his managerial CV. Conte doesn't seem like the type of person, to, just like Mourinho, to to hide anything. Agreed. And he, oh. he doesn't he doesn't seem displeased with the January transfer. He's still saying the same things he said in December. Like yeah. we're not there yet. We're getting there. The yeah. players are trying hard. Everyone's doing. I I see great potential in this player and this player. Like he's still complimenting. And so what that makes me think subliminally is that him and Levy came to an agreement of, hey, I'll get you Bettencourt. Uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that close to correct. It's close to Bettencourt. Bettencourt, yeah. Kulosevsky. And, uh, Kulosevsky, thanks for pronouncing <laughs> that one right. Uh, I'll get you those, 
because that'll help you now. And hopefully that keeps us in contention for Europe. But I'll help you out more in the summer. And Conte was happy with that. I think you're probably right. In this Jan- yeah. I mean, Arsenal saw how difficult this January transfer window was. Um, we didn't sign anyone. So and yeah. we, we desperately wanted to sign players. Um, so this was a difficult window um, for yeah. everyone. So I don't. I, I I don't think Conte can feel aggrieved over this this transfer window. He um, doesn't seem like it. He's not acting like it. And I think we'll see how. I think I think this summer is going to be really pivotal for the relationship between Conte and Levy. Because um, like this is this is the best manager you guys have had since uh, since Pochettino. Might be better than Pochettino. You can make an argument. I'm not I'm not here to rate the managers, um, but. Well, uh, the only way I would put Pochettino up there is that what he did with our club is nothing short of a miracle to get us in a Champions League final and have a chance and not Pochettino get Pochettino didn't win League Un with uh, PSG last year. Yeah. But, okay. Well, that's. No. No. <laughs> Lil has no right winning it's, the league last year. So Brad, Brad. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you Pochettino in it United? Are you Pochettino in it United? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. It's yes. Well, what he's he's going to struggle at United too, because it's it's a lot different to inspire and have tactical advantages, and then it's and then you have Mbappe, Messi, uh, Neymar. Okay, well, whoever Neymar, Rodri, you know, Donnarumma, Rumbi, whatever his name is, didn't have Donnarumma last year either. Come nope. on, bro. Well, whatever. I don't <laughs> hey, keep up on that. Hey, I don't keep up hey, on James, farmers. What's up, speaking bro? of Icardi, I heard there was like PSG offered Icardi for ABBA and uh, and Arsenal turned it down. This is my point about Arsenal having an ethos in their transfer plans now. Is it that Icardi doesn't fit Arsenal's plans? And so they didn't want to sign a player who wasn't going to fit their plans. I respect I mean, it. Yeah, 100%. Like, because. Is Icardi a very, very good striker? Could Icardi help the team now? Yes. Is Icardi as big of a headache, if not bigger than Abba? Yes. And is he going to yes, be on yes, huge? Yes. He, he's going to be on huge wages as well. So yep. that's, what I, that's what I felt like with uh, Everton. I know we're getting off a little tangent here, but but Everton. Remember when Everton signed that really fast right winger? Uh, I believe he was Spanish, blonde dude, uh, and like it was like a really big splash signing. They signed him from like Atletico or something like that. Uh, they, are are just, you thinking about Jaimes Rodriguez? No, no, no. I didn't this, think so. This was maybe five or six years ago. Oh, okay. And he and oh. he just and he just didn't work out, and then immediately goes back to Spain. And Everton were just like, eh, whatever. It's like threw like fifty million dollars on him, and like ah, it didn't work out. Like because they're just signing him just because he's a big name. It close to Griezmann, but not. Like a like a, a poor man's Griezmann, like okay. a right wing, blonde Spanish dude. Or I don't know Griezmann French, but I don't know. But yeah, like I so yeah that that's that's was my point. I'll, about. I'll find it because all I got to do is type in uh, um, Everton record transfers. Yeah, so I think I think we'll see this summer if Everton if if Spurs excuse me we'll get it turned around. Um, I want to talk about this Wolves Arsenal game. Um. By the, by the way, their record transfer was uh, Gilfie Sigerson. Who? Uh, yes. Everton? Everton, yes. I, that was not what I expected to find when I Google searched that. So so I, I was really impressed with Arsenal in this match. Um, it was very, very scrappy. Um, and so 
for those of you who didn't watch it, uh, Gabriel Martinelli got sent off at like the 68th minute, something like that, maybe 65th minute. He got sent off. Um, he received two yellow cards in the span of 10 seconds. Um, so I don't know how much of this you guys watched, um, but he he fouled some guy on a throw-in. Like the dude was throwing the ball in, and he kind of pushed his arm out to like slow him down. Uh, the dude got the ball in, and then Gabriel Martinelli chased the dude who received the ball down and shoulder shoulder shoved him to the ground. So in the span of 10 seconds, Michael Oliver gave him two red cards, uh, two yellow cards for this and sent him off um, Again. on the same play. No, this is Gabriel Martinelli, not Gabriel, not, not the center back. This is the, the, the winger. Right. No, but I was saying two yellow cards back to back again for Arsenal. I didn't watch the game clearly. This is, but this is, this is a miraculous situation in, in terms of, have you guys ever seen a situation where a referee plays advantage is intending to give that player a yellow card that that player then commits another foul and he gets two red cards in the same instant. That sounds like Arsenal, right? Arsenal, (laughs) Arsenal are finding new ways to get sent off. Now, you know, in the course of being on Twitter for the last week and, and Reddit, like I did see some videos of it happening, uh, but still, it's miraculous. So I think that's Arsenal's 15th red card under Arteta. Um, and it just the uh, the narrative continues that Arsenal are are uh, are ill-disciplined. Um, but that was a huge three points for Arsenal. Um, if Arsenal lose that game to Wolves, Wolves would have uh, gone above them. And, uh, and especially with Wolves then beating Spurs uh, at the weekend... Um, that was a, it was a super big win for Arsenal in terms of keeping the momentum and keeping Wolves back. Um, Arsenal have had a great week in terms of results um, and only played one game. United dropped points, Spurs dropped points, Wolves dropped points, uh, West Ham dropped points. So like super, super good week for Arsenal. Um, great week for Southampton. Yeah, South, Southampton did have a good week as well. Um The, the Spurs win, I think, was more impressive for them than the draw at United. I didn't catch their goal against United, um, but I, th- you know, I think it was, it was a cross, late. wasn't it? I don't know. I think no, I think it was. It was I think it was like the. Fifth, I don't think it was late. It wasn't super Hold late. On. I think oh, it was forty-eight. No, it was right. It yeah. was right for me. No, um, it was a well-worked like couple of passes. I think Che Adams had a really close shot in that went in. Um, they played Man United really well. Yeah, like it should have probably been more. Than you think what it was? Yeah, well, like Southampton probably should have could have won that game. I mean, that's the way I felt about uh, about this Arsenal, uh, this United Brighton game. Uh, in the first half, Brighton were all over yeah. United, all over yep. United, um, and it seemed like United were content to just sit back and let Brighton have the ball, um, which seems like a strange situation for a Manchester United team. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Manchester United team that's like, whatever, we'll just sit back and let you have the ball. Manchester United, in my memory, are want to be ball dominant and want to like Im- impress their football on you. Um, and that's not what I get, get out of this Manchester United team. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how United approach this managerial vacancy uh, because, of course, Ralph Ragnick is a interim manager. He's not the permanent manager. And I would imagine based on the rumblings that we hear from the squad that they're unhappy and their current run of form and that they haven't been performing well, that I don't think that he is going to be their manager, even if they finish fourth. Um, hey, so, hey, Sean, real quick. 
on those sheets yeah. of integrity, what were, what were the top four? What were, what were my top four? <clears throat> Chelsea, City, Liverpool, United. Oh, okay. In, in that order. We did those in order, by the way. Yeah. The, the relegation, we did not. Relegation, we just picked three. Top four were in order. Just wondering. You're going to be wrong about United. United are not going to finish in the top four. I don't think so either. 100%. Uh, I do not think they are finishing in the top four. Like I, I just I, I just saw it, and I knew that was my pick, so I yeah. just needed a shout-out found, found who I was thinking of and uh, was right in all accounts except for the splash. It was because they loaned him, and his loan fees or his fee, his wages were high because he came from Barcelona. Who was it? Gerard, Gerard Delafue. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah, I remember it, this it was it was they they were paying a lot of money weekly to have him off Barcelona, and then they like I'm looking at it now. They they basically like loaned it went back to Barcelona, then Everton loaned him again, then it like kept bouncing back and forth, and they were and it just didn't work. It just, yeah, I, I remember the, that now because he doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. He doesn't fit what they do, and I mean maybe that's that maybe that's why Brian Gill's playing so much better. In Spain again. Yeah, he year. went back to Spain and he's fucking ripping it up again. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. Premier League, Premier League's different. And uh, somebody, uh, it was either Kulosevsky or Kulosevsky or um, I think it was Kulosevsky said, uh, "Man, Premier League is a lot different. It's almost like they don't call fouls around here." Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. It, it, yeah, and and yeah, man, it's it's rough. You you Dude. either got to deal with it or learn to get around it. So how, how much bigger. how much did uh did Tottenham play pay for Brian Gill? Do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, uh twenty five no, mil plus uh homie. Oh, plus, uh, Eric Lamella, Lamella, He's on loan back. He's on he's on loan back to. Valencia, Valencia. He came from Sevilla, but he's back on with. Valencia. Do, do you yeah, th- do you think that Tottenham, if he has a, if he has a really good six months in Spain, do you think Tottenham will sell him? That's probably the smart decision, right? Yeah, because you, you tr- they, they didn't really give him a run either of like see if he can figure it out. He didn't play a lot. Yeah, but maybe in maybe just in in training they just were like this dude's not close. I and, I don't think yeah. But and he doesn't th- have the body frame for it either. I also wonder if Brian Gill, if he has six months really good in Spain, if he looks at this as like, I just don't want to play in England. I'd rather be in Spain. Yeah, and sure. he's just like, get me back to Spain. That's what I want. Sure. It's better for my development. Blah, 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 blah. I think it's better for, uh, I forget which nation of origin he is. Um, but I think Portuguese. he's South. Is he Portuguese? I'm pretty sure he's South American. Um, but I, I, I think it was Argentinian. No, 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 no. He's not Argentinian. Spanish. He's Spanish. Spanish. Um, yeah, maybe he just wants to be home. Now that I know that, maybe he just wants to be home. And he, you know, he's better, and the flow of plays better for him and his game. But it, the couple times that he was on, you just didn't see the creativity that you see. He's just not as creative in Spain. He's just as creative. As you saw on the highlights, or what you, I saw on the highlights, <laughs> you saw that YouTube comp, and you were sold. Well, not just sold, just the way he moves with his arms. I I saw Musa Dembele of the way he moves with it. No, Musa. not no, because Dembele like lose use use his arms like he's like swimming through the air. 
and like just use his body to to be in in between the defender and the ball, and, and that was the hold up play. Where's was, Where's Tim Zed with uh with the YouTube ruined football? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. the the highlight The highlight said Musa Dembele. the The gameplay said Vanderbeek. <laughs> um, quick, uh, just a couple quick points on the uh, the title race. Uh, City picked up six points over the last week, and Liverpool also picked up six points, so they're staying neck and neck with each other. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Chelsea can run. Uh, excuse me, if Liverpool can run City down. Um, I don't have a lot of faith in it. They'll they'll be uh, six points behind City. Um, so assuming that Liverpool win their game in hand and then assuming that Liverpool beat City, they'll be three points behind City. Um, and then the question is whether or not uh, whether or not they can make up that three-point gap, whether or not City will drop any points uh, between here and the end. What, what, what's, the, what's that look for, Brad? What's that face I, I was for? If the, I was seeing if they had played each other yet and they drew once already. Yeah, they played once. They, they, they've yet to... I think they play... Where, where's their next game? Where's the first game at? Right. Was it Anfield or City? Well, I guess if I got to it. <laughs> uh, Brad's are statistics it was guy. Anfield. Oh, they played Anfield. at Anfield. So they have to go to Etihad, um, which I don't, you know. Which, the Etihad. It, so. it, it is what it is. Um, so at, that, that'll be interesting to see. Um, I, I know I, I saw the, uh, the Liverpool fans, I think, are are cautiously optimistic that it could be done. I, I'd be interested to see, Jimmy, uh, what your thoughts on this, whether or not you think, um, assuming Liverpool win their game in hand and they beat City, uh, whether or not they eat, Liverpool can make up uh, a three-point deficit on on City. That'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I, I'd love to hear your take on that, Jimmy. Um, but that gets, yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the, the rundown on the, on the championship. If we think about the, the relegation situation, so, um, Newcastle, of course, picked up their third win in a row. They beat Villa one to nil. I know that Joel was, Joel had, had the Everton game and the Villa game kind of circled on the calendar saying, you know, if we can win those games, things are going to look really good for us. And they got, got six points out of those games. Um, now, of course, uh, Kieran Trippier did break his foot in that game, in the Villa game. Uh, so that, that will certainly have some implications. And we did have, we had a conversation. It was that bad. It yeah. was, it was a broken foot. Yeah, it was a broken foot. So, yeah, so he, he's out, he's out till next season. Then he's, no, this I was seen for a couple of weeks. I think it depends on the type of break in his foot. Now we, the three or the four of us, excuse me, did have a conversation in discord again about, uh, Newcastle's next five games. And so what they have Newcastle have coming up West Ham away, Brentford away, Brighton at home, Chelsea at home and palace at home. Um, before Joel found out about the injury, he was cautiously optimistic, nine to 10 points out of those potential 15. Um, I was thinking eight or so Brad, you said seven out of those five games. Um, and Jimmy, Jimmy agreed with you, Brad. He, he thought seven, you points. get, you get anywhere near eight or nine the injury. Yeah. Eight or nine out of those. Yeah. You're, you don't have to worry about relegation. You're I, th- out. I think, I think before the injury, I think they look at Brentford, Brighton, or the injury is what I'm talking about. I think they yeah. look at Brentford and Brighton as definite wins. <clears throat> The Newcastle could should, win. The Newcastle well, fans. Well, Brighton, Brighton's ninth, dude. I agree with you. I agree with you that Brighton's ninth. But I think that in their run of form, they're like, look, we can beat Brighton. No, we can beat I think Brighton. Palace. I think Palace was their second win. Palace. 
I think Palace. I think Brighton. I think Brighton yeah. was their maybe win. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I, so the, the way I the way I gathered, I think he. I thought he saw drop West Ham, beat Brentford, beat Brighton, uh, lose Chelsea, beat Palace. So that's ten points I, there. Yeah, I had see. I had Brighton as their draw before. Yeah, I had them beating Brentford and Crystal Palace. Okay, assuming Trippier was healthy, then I had Brighton as their draw. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how Newcastle come out of that. Um, if you look at like the uh, the Burnleys of the world, Burnley lost to Liverpool, um, so that's that's not good. Um, hey, what's if, up? If bro? we add in the ne- if we add in their next game, their sixth game, um, I think that's a win against Tottenham. <laughs> Just fucking troll. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, probably is. Yeah, I mean, probably is. Spurs suck. So, um, so there's eight points. I, I did, speaking of speaking of Tottenham, I did find a graphic that I did want to bring up. Okay. Much 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 aligned players, by the way, given recent form. Uh, Eric Dyer, uh, Pierre Hoiberg, and uh, Eric Skip. No, Skip. Oliver. Anyways, Skip. Oliver. Oliver Skip. No, it's not Oliver Skip, is it? Sure, it is. All right, Oliver Skip. So much aligned players. Yeah. When Conte plays all three of them, we have played five games, zero goals conceded. Whoa. When when they don't play all three of them, we have played seven games and conceded thirteen goals. Whoa. That's a that's a big that's a big difference. That's enormous. <laughs> enormous. So, um, lots of line players, though, because Hoy- Herbert, uh, caught, well, Dyer has been catching flack from Red Card Radio for about uh, since we started. Yes. Uh, and then Hoiberg Ho- has been catching uh, flack for the last, well, not from you. No, from you, only from yeah. you. I have no beef with Hoiberg. No, not, not from me. It must, not be, from me. must be Brad then. But, but the fans, the fans, the fans. Are at, fans are coming at Hoiberg They're hard the last three, four weeks, smoking and I don't, crack. I don't get it. That dude's our engine. Like yeah. that dude's got to be here. And then Skip's been catching some flag for for a while now too. Yeah, but I, it's I'm, funny. I'm harsh, like when I'm they're all in the lineup, when they were all in the lineup, we don't concede goals around here. It'll be interesting. Um, I'm going to turn turn our attention quickly to the Champions League. Uh, so PSG did beat Madrid one 0 today. Uh, that was kind of like the premier great premier, premier game. Uh, yeah, Mbappe 94th minute. Ronaldo shade, great goal today. Shade, shades of shades of Thierry Henry in that goal. Um, and then uh, Manchester City was in Portugal. His hand. Okay, you can go away. Um, we don't we don't malign the king here. Okay, he's he was the first inductee into the Premier League Hall of Fame for a reason. He is the king, and he won. He just happened. He, he just happened to use his hand on one of the goals in the Champions League final. Like, hey. No, no, it was it was World Cup qualifying against Ireland, uh, or maybe North, maybe Northern Ireland. I'm not sure which. I don't oh, remember so which. He, it was World oh, Cup. Oh, he qualifying. probably grew up watching highlights of Maradona. Okay, you can stop now. Um, Thierry Henry is arguably the best player that ever played in the Premier League. And we will have that debate one day, maybe over the summer. But um, tomorrow we have Inter hosting Liverpool and Salzburg hosting Bayern. I'm really, really intrigued by this Inter-Liverpool game. I'm going to be watching that game. I called dibs on that game. You guys can duke it out over the other one. Um, Best player to always use his hand. Salzburg, Salzburg, Bayern. One time. The, the German, the German matchup. I think, I think, I think I got to watch that one. 
Well, Salzburg isn't German. That, 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 I know. Yeah. It was a joke from like three podcasts ago. Uh, oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I put Sean <laughs> Shaw. Both of us at the same time were like, they're not German. Salzburg's in Austria. And I also, know, I the, took Sean Geography class, and that's why I thought they were in Germany. There's a rule in the Champions League that you can't have teams from the same country yeah, in the not, round of 16. Not in the round of 16, yeah. Sean, yeah. tell me yeah. about what's going on in the English Championship. Oh, what What's going on there? So, this was my idea to have this little segment. So, we, we've been talking about the relegation zone so much. We thought about, why not plug in a little of the promotion zone? Yeah, what's going so, on? Get a little championship update here. Not gonna, not gonna spend a whole lot of time here. Hold on, Sean. But I do want to run down. I have a quick disclaimer. I have a quick disclaimer. Okay. Loyal listeners of Red Card Radio, uh, the three of us have not watched a single championship game this season. Uh, yes. we, we do not watch a championship, so our 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 normally superficial commentary is going to be extra superficial for the championship. Yes, Continue. we have actually no commentary to have on this other than anecdotes and things we have read. So. Continue. Fulham. Fulham are getting promoted. For sure. Uh, Mitrovic is on a mission. The dude scored, what, <laughs> what was it, 30, 31 goals? He's already set the record. There's like there's like 15 games to play. It's ridiculous. Um, anyway, so Fulham are getting promoted. That's out of here. So second. <clears throat> second through, uh, I'm going to call the line at 46. So second is at 58 points, which is Bournemouth. And then, uh, what did I say, 10, 11? You said 40, 46. 46, 46. 46 is ninth. So these are the people in contention. So third to ninth. Second to ninth. Oh, second to ninth. If you were listening to the pod just a second ago, you would have known that. So second to ninth, 58 points to 46. Here we go. We got Bournemouth at 58. We got Blackburn Rovers at 54. We got QPR at 52. Huddersfield at 50. Middlesbrough at 49. Nottingham Forest at 47. Sheffield United at 47. And West Brom at 46. All of these teams have a chance to make it. And uh, for those of you who are loyal Premier League listeners who don't know about the championship, anyone from three to five have a chance to make it. Uh, three to six. six. I'm sorry, because it is a four-team playoff for that third promotion area. So if you go from Middlesbrough at six at 49, 46, and after after 46, I'll throw these in there. Luton Town at 10 at 45, and Preston North End at 45, also at 45. At 11, they also they all have a chance to sneak in that six spot and win that four-team tournament. To make it into the Premier League. So, so Sean, who, who are you? Who are you pulling for to come up? Oh well, first of all, I would like to start with the teams that I do not want to come oh, up. Okay, that's that's better. Uh, so let's start with Bournemouth. They got a stupid logo, and they need to be out of here. <laughs> I, I I tend to agree uh, about Bournemouth. I'd prefer them not. They to got a dumbass logo. It, it looks like a lady showering, and there happens balancing a ball on her head while she's showering. How does that? Anyway, how, how would you compare that to a chicken standing on a ball? Well, it's clearly way worse. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. Wow, clearly. 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 Well, clearly, yeah. Uh, but QPR, out of here. Uh, Huddersfield, Huddersfield, out of here. They look, their crest looks like a, their crest looks like a Southern County PD logo. Okay. PD being police department. 
Okay. It, it, looks, it looks like Nuke. I grew up in a very rural county, by the way, for those listeners. Uh, it looks like New Kent County's uh, patch that goes on the side of their arm. So they're out of here. A Middlesboro, I'm okay. I, I kind of want Blackburn, Middlesboro, Nottingham Forest to be in the mix and Sheffield United. I'm good with Sheffield United. They got cool, they got swords. I'm sorry. So we're it's 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 accepted that uh that Fulham are coming up. I think Fulham are out. Yeah, right. yeah. You're you're we got one guaranteed promotion and then we've got the 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 fourteen tournament. Yeah. So I think let me pull up the uh, It's not what you think, it's what you want, because we don't we don't got uh we don't got analysis. Yeah, so I just had to pull up the table myself. Yeah, Fulham are clearly going up. I think we're talking, we're talking logos and history around here. So who I, not, this history was Nottingham Forest for me. So who I would like to see come up? Uh, clearly, Fulham's coming up. I, I think I'm taking Blackburn Rovers and either Huddersfield or Preston North End. So I, I want Bournemouth. I want Blackburn Rovers to uh, beat. To, to eclipse Bournemouth for that second position. I want Fulham and Blackburn to guarantee their promotion. And then I would like to see uh, Preston North end uh, make it into the, into the, 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 the battle. Uh, what's it, the promotion playoffs? Excuse me. Okay. There we go. The promotion playoff and either uh Huddersfield and Preston North end to come up. That's who I, that's oh, who I, if we're so, throwing so, Hail Marys, I'm throwing Luton Town in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I almost agree with you totally, James. Uh, I want Blackburn up too, uh, and yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah. Bournemouth can stay down. Um, yeah. Huddersfield, I'm a big. Uh, I, I like Huddersfield. Oh, I think, I think they deserve to get the playoffs. Lo- they got local PD, local they police a, department. They got a they got a, a nice Chelsea loney there that's going to help help get them oh, up God, higher okay I, I was and and you know what nottingham forest has proven that they can beat premier league teams true they also it's have a true. chelsea loan no so they, it's no, true but okay. nottingham forest beat united and beat arsenal so Le- lester for nottingham forest lester they beat arsenal yeah, lester. They Middles- like middlesbrough arsenal. middlesbrough beat united middlesbrough beat united. that's what it was yeah, okay yeah. I, i'm still in for nottingham forest you know I, there should be another another Club close to London with a with a European trophy. So in, in about a week, we'll uh, excuse me. In about a month, we'll come back to the championship. Um, if you are an English football fan and you know anything about English football, um, or you just want to tell us who you want to come up into the Premier League next year, hit us up either on the comments on YouTube or on Discord, and we'll have that conversation. Um, but and if you think this part of the podcast sucks, oh yeah, tell me that my idea was really dumb because yeah. this was my idea and I came up with it. That's why I let it. So. <laughs> Um, so it was a five star review. True, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, uh, you don't want to be mildly inconvenienced by a plumber not showing up for three days in Brazil. Yeah, so. and, and get your wife to watch it too. Um, quickly, let's let's run down what's going on uh, this this weekend uh, and next. Uh, so in the Premier League, we got match week twenty six coming up. Uh, sk- kicking up uh, on on Saturday, we got West Ham United hosting Newcastle. Arsenal are hosting Brentford. Villa hosting Watford. Brighton hosting Burnley, Palace hosting Chelsea, Liverpool hosting Norwich, Southampton hosting Everton, and City are hosting Spurs. On Sunday, we've got Leeds hosting United and Wolves hosting Leicester. Um, Sean, how many goals are Manchester City going to score against Tottenham? Five. Okay. Put it down. (laughs) Write it in the books. We will get back to this next week. Um, Brad, what are you looking forward to uh, this weekend? In the first half. 
in the first. Um, them, them putting four goals past Bears. I think it's gonna be four because for the fourth loss. Um, no, I'm actually. I think um, Southampton, Everton. Yeah. Uh, my boy Frankie, he's got him on the right track in the in the league. Um, so I I want to see that continue. Um, Van de Beek gets brought in more. I don't Dele left or right, but uh, and uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin getting some minutes. So so that's that's where I'm at. And Broja is a beast. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for him to come back to Chelsea. Southampton striker uh, is an absolute monster. That's a twenty. So that, that's that's a, my pick. He's like the twenty year old, right? Yeah, that's uh, just been dominating it, uh, for them. It came up on the on the Twitter you know uh, Twitter that, sphere, Arsenal. that Arsenal are apparently interested in him. Um, so yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens there. I doubt that Chelsea would sell to Arsenal. No, I, not for a reasonable we, price. We might sell him to. Uh, apparently, Southampton want him, um, and uh, and Southampton is more than willing to do a buyback clause like they did with Livermento. So yeah, that's. I'm, I'm not happy, but I'm okay as long as there's a buyback clause. Arsenal would not do that. Um, I know. So I think what I'm interested in the game that I'm interested in the most in beyond the Arsenal Brentford game um, is the Wolves Leicester game. Uh, I'll be interested to see uh, you know where Leicester are at, um, whether or not they can they can get up for that game. Because um, in in all honesty, Leicester aren't playing for much this season. Um, they've got only the Premier League left, and I think they're kind of dead in the Premier League for for. I, I, they have I, they they could sneak into a Europa League spot or a Conference League spot, but I think that that's a huge long shot. So I think they're kind of dead. Whether or not they are going to be able to get up for this match against Wolves, um, if I had to pick a game, because that's something that I do, what would I pick? All right, I have a choice. Do you guys have any suggestions? Uh, as far as bottom half clubs, is James's pick like James? What are you going with your with your pick? Like, are you going with like I, I have not to watch? I have a choice of what I you know it, J- the James's pick of the like, week can be anything. It can be a really dumpster fire game, uh, games that have relegation significance. I think dumpster fire though is well. I think dumpster fire plus relegation uh, importance is uh, is what we're going after. So, so we're looking at Liverpool, Norwich. No, no, Liverpool's that's not going to be fun to watch because Liverpool's going to smash them. I'm picking James's pick of the week. You heard it here first. The game that James is absolutely, most definitely going to watch, wink, wink, um, is Brighton and Burnley. Because you guys yeah. know, you guys know how much I dislike Brighton, uh, and Burnley are are not good. Uh, so that's the that's that's James's pick of the week. I'm writing it down so I don't forget it. Um, Sean, anything, uh, anything you're interested in this weekend? I, I doubt it. No. Yeah, I figured. Um, quickly and probably. I, I do. I just wanted to also point out sure. uh, to, to Tottenham Twitter that suggested that putting Sessignon at right back, uh, having Eric Dyer healthy, and putting Rodon in the back three uh, would all of a sudden magically be able to smash City. Yeah, I just would like you to rewatch the uh, Champions League game today. <laughs> I just everyone who thought that's what was gonna happen by replacing three of the eleven. 
Yeah, I don't see. I just wanted to rewatch that game. I don't see a way for Spurs to get anything out of this game. But Liverpool fans are hoping that Spurs do the league double over Chelsea, uh, over City this year. That would be that would be something else. If if Spurs win that game, that would be something else. Um, yeah, yeah it, but aren't Spurs like City's like aren't Spurs City's Crystal Palace for Spurs? I don't know. Yeah. I, I would have yeah, tried struggled we, against against yeah, Spurs. Yeah, we, we we do beat. We beat City a lot. I mean, when they beat us, it's get, it gets rough. But for the most part, like the first half, they, 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 get, they struggle to get going. And if they don't, then we, we either win or Draw. it's a non-result. But if they, if they get going, then it's, then it's like a 3-4-0. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. probably like that's probably like not analysis for Spurs. That's probably analysis for every fucking <laughs> game that they play. <laughs> now that I, like I, once I said it out loud, I was like, game. Um, quickly, just to give you guys what's happening in the Champions League as well next week. Um, of course, tomorrow we've got the Inter Liverpool Salzburg Pyron. I'm right there with you. Oh, Champions League was that uh, tournament we were talking about with the uh, Championship. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. Four, the, the four prom- team. Team to see who gets the third promotion spot. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. But next Tuesday, we got Villarreal hosting Juventus. Uh, Will, give us your thoughts on what's going to happen in that game. And then Chelsea hosting Lille. Uh, and then on Wednesday, Manchester United Champions League. Uh, they are in the Champions League. They're playing next week in Madrid at Atletico. And then Benfica are hosting Ajax uh, on Wednesday. So, yeah, that's uh, those are the games. Those are the games we got coming up. Hey, James. That's the game I want to put on the watch list. Hey James, out, out, out of those out of those eight, who do you think is coming up to the Premier League next year? Uh, definitely not Chelsea. Definitely not Chelsea. Benfica. Benfica. Tin, tin pot club. Um, that's all we got for you guys tonight. Um, we really, if you're still listening, we really appreciate that you guys stuck it out with us. Um, and uh, we hope you'll tune back in next week. Of course, we would love it if you uh, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave us a comment about this podcast and tell us what you're thinking um, so that we can talk about it next week. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter. Um, that man over there, that's at KS Down below us is Whiteheart underscore Sean. He is here to beef with you if you are a Spurs supporter. Sean's coming for you. Uh, and I am at James Tiffany. Nice. At James Tiffany on Twitter. Um, we collectively are at redcard underscore radio. So hit us up. Uh, let us know what's going on, what you're thinking. And uh, yeah, until next until next time, uh, we will uh, we'll see you. Have a good evening.